Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to yet another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Today on the show, I want to talk about, well, this little cryptic thing I have written here says, you, we, and the audience makes three. Clever little play on words, don't you think? Yes. Yes, I believe that it does. So the idea behind this are the words, you, the word, we, and the words we use to describe our audience. This is going to be one of the episodes where I get a little wax a little poetically about, about various things. And I'm going to talk about how we talk about things. So it's pretty, pretty wide, wide breath. But we're going to focus just on the ideas of you, and we, and the audience. And how we talk about those things. So here's what I mean by that. You watching this video, you listening to this podcast episode, you are a person. And you likely, maybe, host a podcast. But for some of you, you are hosting a podcast for your company. Or there are a variety of people who make up the cast of characters that help get the podcast live, maybe are on the podcast. What if you're a dual show? What if you have two hosts? Why do you have three or four? And then there are all the people that are out there listening to your show. And I want to get into the episode here about what do we call each of those things. Now, you might think it doesn't matter, but actually it kind of does. Words matter. Learning that more and more all the time, aren't we? So words matter. So let's think about the words that we use to describe these things for a podcast specifically. Let's just take them individually. So you, you are the podcaster. Again, you also might be a podcaster with a co-host and you also might be a podcaster doing something on behalf of an organization. So the first part about you is who, who are you? How much you do you put into your show? How much individually is it about you? Because that kind of matters. Let me give you an exercise you can do, a thought exercise in your head right now. Think about the last podcast you listened to. You probably know the name of the podcast that you listened to. So for me, uh, I just listened to Business Wars by Wondery. Can you think of the name of the person who was hosting the podcast that you listened to? I cannot. I just listened to it 10 minutes ago, and I cannot remember the name of the person who was the podcaster. Now, that's not necessarily a problem, but that does go to the idea of how much you should be in it. Would the podcast be better if I knew the host's name and could repeat it? Well, in that particular case, 
since it's Business Wars by Wondery, not necessarily. What is important is I can tell people, go listen to Business Wars. I know the name of the show. So the host, the, 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 and also the, the host of the show is not the most important thing. It's the content that they are delivering. However, if your show is influential in nature, if it is about you and the things that you are putting forth to people, where you want to get some personal recognition out of this, then it's probably important not only to talk about you, but make sure that you are front and center. If you're doing an interview-based show and you let the guest ride completely, that's fine. But how much of you should you inject in it? It's a, it's a, it's a tough question to answer. So, and I think it really goes back to what, what is your intention of the show? Is it about you? Or is it about we, the second item to talk to? Is it about your company? Is it about your organization? Is it about the crew that you are with? Who are we? I hear all these shows that are solo podcasts talk about we, our, those sorts of things. And I wonder, I mean, I know there's a support crew behind it, but we don't need the credit roll, do we? Is it really, is it really we or is it really you? Which is the more important thing? If you're a business, if you're business words, clearly it's we, right? It's the name of the host is not important. What's important is the name of the show. Probably the name of the network, maybe, so that people can actually listen and subscribe, and it's more about their content. But if it's you at the center, or even if it's your company, if it's we, the company at the center, you got to figure where that goes, how you talk about those sorts of things. And that also in plays for, for the you and the we really matters for your outside of the podcast itself, promotional activities. Is it your own Instagram account you should be using, or is it one for your company? Hmm. And I think it needs to match the tone of the show. And I think if you're a solo podcaster and you're doing something you're passionate about and you're not putting enough you into your show and your audience isn't that big, we'll talk about them next, maybe you need a little more you. Then again, maybe you have too much you. And that's the problem. There's all that witty banter you think is so critical at the beginning of your show. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. And then finally, the audience. And this is really interesting to me. Psychologically, when we podcasters think about our audience, we tend to think about them as a collective group, as a block of people. And, and that's a great way to think about them because how can I motivate my audience to do things? How can I get, how can I build my audience to a larger size? Great. However, Consider this, podcasting is perhaps one of the most individualized media consumption experiences there is. With very few examples, no one is listening to a podcast of, in groups. I'll say that better. With very few examples, group podcast listening doesn't happen. It's one-on-one. -on -one. Well, one-on-one. -on -one. It's one person listening in the vast majority of cases. So when you're talking about your audience, well, you shouldn't do that because your audience isn't listening. I mean, the group is, if you want to think about them, then think about them as an audience. But when you talk about your audience on your show, I'll give you a trick from radio that works really, really, really well. Always talk to one person. Your audience is never collective 
noun. Your audience is always you. You are listening. I'm talking to you, the listener. Never the listeners. Never you people. Always you. Talk to one person on your show. The first two are optional. You figure out whether or not the show is about you, the show is about we, what are the words you want to use. But with very few exceptions, the people listening on the other end should always be referred to on the show if you refer to them at all, which you certainly should do. You. I want you person to do this, not you people. I want you, I want you, I want you. It's kind of like book reading, but of course books don't talk to their audience their individual listener, right? Word choice is important. And I think if you do that little twist at the end, just start talking about not your audience as a collective noun, but as an individual. One, one, one thing. You. You, my listener. Not my listeners. Not I'm encouraging my listeners. Uh, I want you, the listener. It works better. Make your show sound a lot better too. Hey, if you like this and you want some help launching your podcast, launching podcasts is what I do. Podcastlaunch.pro is my website. You can email me, evo at podcastlaunch.pro. And I'll be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic health care need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. 
we encourage you to speak up. Take care and spread the word.